0: If you're an average player, you want to be left alone, right? because you want to be able to slide by. If you're a good player, you want to be coached. If you're a great player, you want to coach and tell you the truth every day. Did I hustle on that play? Did I make the right read? Did I play the guy with the right leverage? You want to know every play, because you know why? They want to be perfect. Everybody here makes a choice to do one of those three things.
1: Welcome to the GOAT Consulting Podcast, a podcast dedicated to people striving to be a GOAT, the greatest of all time, serving it up in a way that you can get it in all stages of life. Hey, I'm Colby Juvenville. Welcome to another episode of the GOAT Consulting Podcast right here in Pod Studio One in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Around the table with me, as always, is the CEO. Of, of the goat consulting impi- the goat the, the goat, goat empire everything. the goat family of brands the enterprise goat imprints yeah have you started a new business this week no. it's 2021 <laughs> it's a new year I
0: really realized we need to focus a lot on what we got <laughs>
1: that's a, that's whoa a good idea. <laughs> uh, hold on Let, let's make that the title of the show Ooh, we gotta really to realize got. <laughs> we gotta focus on what we got uh I think there was a song written about that and to the left um from Brentwood the calming force to our show, and we always call him the LinkedIn Whisperer. Mm. And that's that's really relevant. We should
2: do a show on it.
1: Today, I think we're going to. I think today the topic is going to be around LinkedIn and the, the impact that it has. But, but before that, let's uh, let's talk about why we started this podcast. I each, like that. Each one of us all believe in the same things when it comes to these three things. Number one, you got to serve it up in a way that you can get it. That's why we have Waffle House. It's the way you communicate. It's the way you communicate with your family. It's the way you communicate with the people you work with. It's the way you communicate with your clients. Number two is that we believe there's things out there called goats, and we brought some on for you, and we will continue to bring more on for you. We had our first guest. It's a staple. Absolutely. And goats are people that compete on unique perspective, education, and experience. What they do gives them energy, Mm. and it gives other people energy, and it creates new levels of challenge for them. And at the same time, new levels of opportunity.
2: Mine won't be beat today. I don't want to interrupt you, but I just needed to say that. Well, I guess I did want to interrupt.
1: We, a, go- a goat for a LinkedIn whisper. We, we will see. I'm going John Byers. John <laughs> Byers is the. Oh is, wow! You are the goat of LinkedIn. <laughs> and and then the last part of that's so important and and something to think about and and we frame these up so that you can think about the the one idea that we talk about in each mm-hmm. episode. But it's our 20s we get in the game. John Burnett. In our 30s right. we. Move up in the game. <laughs> in our 40s, we stay in the game because those 30-year-olds are so damn good. We try thank to you. anyway. Yep, yes, thank you. In our 50s, we finally say, "What is it that I really want?" And and each stage of life brings new challenges and new opportunities. And uh, I would I will tell you that t- today's episode is about LinkedIn. Mm. And and John had some trepidation about doing this because. Uh, You were a little worried that uh, you may feel exposed, but but I did misconstrued. Misconstrued. I did reassure you that number one, we live in a more connected,
2: a more LinkedIn world,
1: in a less relational world. (laughs) Yes, and uh, speak no further. I think that LinkedIn is one of the reasons that we are more connected and less relational, and uh, and there's reasons for that. I mean, uh, yes, technology has. has certainly provided all of us with the opportunity to connect. But when you start letting the technology control you versus you controlling the technology, we created technology for for us to have a better experience and a better life. We did not create technology to put us out of work, (laughs) to replace us. And the more that we spend and invest in technology in the world that we live in with trucks that drive themselves— Any one of those.
2: Well, and and I would would go further, and we'll talk more about this, but I would say certainly some of the technology we'll talk about today is designed to promote connection, which is also probably one of the biggest things we miss with it also. Tell me what you mean by that. Well, I think I got to talk about my goat, and who will very genuinely, beautifully describe and lay out the frame, I think, of this conversation. I'm just gonna keep these mints over here away from you for this episode. He tried to hand them to me. I think my rug stinks. So so between 1983 and 1994, that's 11 years, there was a show show called The Joy of Painting that was on three different continents. Oh, man. And it was 11 years running. He's doing this for a reason. Gotta be. The GOAT, Bob Ross. I no know clue. And he has been on recent episodes of The Family Guy, Deadpool movie, any good, decent. Halloween party you go to. Bob Ross
1: will be there. I was Bob Ross for Halloween. Oh, where are you? That's yeah. where he's going. He was some scary clown that almost almost left the party because it was so scary. <laughs> well, that was a great
2: movie. The, 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 the clowns from outer space. Um, Bob Ross, here here's one of my favorite things about him that he talked about. He had a he had beef with a lot of his painting and structures. And here's why he'd say and i think it t- frames up this conversation that we're going to have yeah, really did, well you did done well. you you're a natural it, teacher here buddy he said <laughs> they tell you what makes a tree but they wouldn't tell you how to paint one
1: and that's exactly what you do whispering and LinkedIn. that's just uh, you it, killed it, it man it, let's it just build in just and we all know right we there. all know
2: bob ross because thank you <laughs> Carl? Away? We can cut it. We can cut it. We all know Bob Ross is what, what, one of his famous lines every episode. In fact, ironically, I turned the TV on this morning, and we do internet TV in the house, and so it defaults to TV+. Lo and behold, <clears throat> the joy of painting was on this morning, and you know what Bob said? What? I'm just going to put a happy little tree right here, These happy little <laughs> stick right here. That's his thing. But it wasn't—here's here, what I wrote about Bob, because we're friends. He reminded us that the <laughs> how is critical in connection. And that's what leads into this conversation.
1: No doubt. we've had You've, you've shared with me, obviously, you send me texts or emails of, of the kinds of uh, connections that you've had. And, and I do think that connections are important. And I think that we're sold a bill of goods— Mm-hmm. And, and LinkedIn, that the, the whole reason you do it is to build networks. But you see something so much different than that. You, you see from based on the things that you've shared with me and the things that I want you to share with our audience and why I call you the LinkedIn whisperer is you see the ability to, to build relationship and connection through that network.
2: Yeah, and I'll I'll touch on that. But let me, let me touch on something you said a moment ago, too, is that I kind of felt like talking about this was a bit exposing simply because, which leads into that next thought that you just mentioned, is that I, I don't want this to come out as, in a way that everything I do in life is my best effort to be genuine and intentional. I believe that. And I screw it up a lot but it is still my best effort. And LinkedIn is just that. I'm not really on any other social media platform. I mean, it's very intentional why I'm on LinkedIn. And it's vulnerable to talk about this because my hope is anybody in our global audience, the reach, whatever continent that you're listening from, like (laughs) Australia, while, while you're watching the joy of painting and Bob Ross.
1: I've never watched it.
2: This really, really hurts me. I've just said that
1: I can't do it. Well, his voice—I gotta shut down. God, he's a goat. Yeah,
2: but it, it, my hope is that this doesn't. I can share about some of these things, but the foundation of all of it, everything I talk about, is absolutely meaningless if you miss the fact that this is completely genuine. It's completely personalized. Like I can't not send any crafted, yeah, uh, like auto-generated. When you
1: invites. get when you get one of those, when you get one of those on LinkedIn, when you get an automated message, what's the first thing you say to yourself?
2: That's they're just. It was just. Um, I probably showed messages. up somewhere and they just clicked on it. it was But even
1: when you connect with them, let's just say that you look at their to profile. Sell me something or yeah, I mean it, yeah. It, it's. I say to myself, I'm not responding to this. Hey, Colby, cheers to you. Looks
2: like you've got a lot going on. Listen, if you get that, then that's n- that's more than ninety nine percent of what people send because I, I normally it's hey, I'd like to join your LinkedIn network, <laughs> and that's the automated email that comes through.
1: No, we we've moved past the automated. Hi, email. we need you no, as we a supervisor. Yeah, we Yes, we have. If if I can pull up, I can pull up ten of them right now. Well, and, and they're all different. But, I would say but, you're the anomaly. But they're all automated. They're custom content, but they're all automated, mm. and they feel automated. Yeah. they their, their goal you have I'm a thinking. you have a specific goal when you use LinkedIn, which is to do what when you connect with people what is your end game to get linked up Well I want to meet them meet
2: them like, like it's a face to face and if and if we're not careful, I think that the, the thing I all constantly remind myself with is and if we're not careful um, this is an episode about connection. And that's not transactional. If we're not careful, LinkedIn can become very transactional. Mm -hmm. And I think we just have to really keep some things foundational in this conversation, and that is genuine, high intent, abundant, intentional efforts to connect. And that's not just to connect, a shared connection, quote, as LinkedIn puts it, but an actual face-to-face
1: relationship. Relationship.
2: That's what it so is. So
1: connection to you is different than connection to what LinkedIn wants it to be. The, the, I'm sure they base all their success on the number. How many users does does LinkedIn have?
2: Oh, geez. Over
1: 600 million.
2: Oh, no. I think it's... Is that right? I think it's w- well over that, but... Oh, hold on. I'm sure we could probably go to the Google Carl, and find that you know? out.
1: Carl, do you
2: Let's just say it's Billions. Just 760
1: checks. million. Yeah. Seven, 760 million.
2: Look and at, some people pride you. themselves of like having that many connections on there. Right. And, and it, I don't that's not a thing for me. It,
0: it, you don't it. count how many Facebook friends you have? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm hardly ever on Facebook, but I, I but I would tell you for LinkedIn, the goal for me is yep. to develop a relationship, not just a connection. And so I'm very intentional and genuine about who. I send an invitation to who I will accept an invitation from yeah. to connect and regardless 100% of the time whether I'm sending or accepting I'm making an offer to meet face to face and or virtual as we live in that kind of time these days and it's terribly inefficient in some ways, sure. in the same way that I just cannot send out a mass email. I can't do it. I never have been able to do it in my career, and anytime I wanna send out an email to multiple people, I personalize every single one of them. And in some ways, that is terribly inefficient.
1: It is, but I bet you it's probably led to some of your greatest opportunities. I get
2: about 60% response rate on them
0: when I send them out. To that that same point there, I charge a $100 consultation fee now. I never used to do that. I tell it to other people in the industry. They tell me I'm crazy. I used to do probably 80 quotes a month. Now I do 25. But my close rate went from 20% to 65%. It's a beautiful analogy. So I don't – it's not about how many. It's about – it's it's the quality that's over exactly quantity, right? Same thing. So, yeah. and I would rather and, have less, more authentic relationships. Yeah, I would rather have less op, less opportunity, the perspective of opportunity, and and better, better conversations, better relationship Not, value. Right. We talked about creating value your in last ex,
1: episode. Your example is exactly exactly what is going on here on LinkedIn. You're going to spend the time to do something that's meaningful for you. And for them.
0: Yeah. Well, we talk about all the time. In business and relationships and whatever, it's about a win-win relationship. Yeah. And it's kind of like we talk about this sometimes. It's like if I had salt and you had sugar, and I needed some sugar and you needed some salt. We both need to win, right? And that the value of my salt can be way higher to you than it is me because it's supply and demand, right? Sure. So it's always about, Giving the other person what they need and you getting what you need too—that's what we try to do all the time. Is my customers are don't have usability. Their dogs are always tracking in mud. They're, the kids can't play out there. You know whatever the problem is for that customer, we go to them and we say, "What matters most?" Yeah, what matters most. And to then you? when we can, when we can solve that problem and we can win and they can
2: win, that's what we're after. And I think you just said the same thing. And to that point, I think what matters most in LinkedIn. It's the relationship,
1: well, right? What did Jerry McGuire say? The key to this business is personal relationships. personal relationships. What you've figured out how to do that I've not seen anybody else do, that I've, well, I've asked you to, to come on and do this, and I know it, it would be hard to do, is you've figured out how to build personal relationships that are meaningful for both people. doesn't yep. say that they they're going to go somewhere for sure. It just means that in the moment you're going to have the relationship to see what is there
2: and and i've found that people resonate with that. In fact, sometimes people when i offer to connect, and again, i'm very intentional in who i'm sending those invitations to, they will oftentimes come back and say something like, "Hey, what product or, yeah. you know, what are, what's your agenda in meeting?" and i i will let them know, "Look, i i, I don't have I don't even. That's not where I'm going. You're ten steps ahead of me. Right. The goal yeah. is to some of the language I use, which is very intentional, and and I think I resonate with, and because I believe in it, I think others do too. Is look, let's just find a way we can better take over the world together. Yeah. And people
1: love that. That's an easy way to, to present it. So, do, can you read? I mean, can you read an exchange where you've you've had where I, I love some of those exchanges where where you somebody has said... And while you're, Look,
0: lo- while you're looking, I want to bring up a point to kind yeah. of what we're talking about. The first meeting us three had was at Urban Grub. That's right. And one of the things you told me in that meeting was that if I'm the right partner, what I've learned through mm-hmm. my experience and my education is that if I'm the right partner for you, then I'm here. But I only want to do business with you if I'm the right partner for you. That's right. And that's what after that conversation, in a, when you're in a growth phase, you're trying to take about every customer you can get. But we're starting to transition, and that—that that is always in the forefront of my mm. mind. I, I always flash back to that conversation and that 30 seconds we had, and I say to my customers, I may be more expensive. I may be cheaper. But let me explain why. I know what my costs are. I know where I need to be for it to be a win-win relationship. If I'm the right person for you, if this, if turf or whatever solution I bring to the table is the right thing for you and it fits within what money you're willing to spend, then I want to be your person. If not, I'll be more than happy to lead you in the right direction. And and in the past, I always tried to – I associated the win with getting the deal. And now so more, I associate the win with the right fit and the win-win relationship. And I think that's one thing that's helped transform my business and my company – and that goes to not only just selling to customers, but when I hire new employees.
2: And it's Are that, you going to get something you don't have and that you want? And am yeah. I going to get something I don't have and I want too? And it's that genuine, abundant mindset, high intent mindset, is the same approach I take on LinkedIn and connecting with somebody than if I'm sitting in front of a, a potential client and I say the very same thing. Look, the, the intent here is to help you find the right partner, and that may not be us. Yep. And really
1: mean it. And I don't even. Events. I don't even think that's your intent in the beginning. When you send to somebody and say, "I no, remember," no, it's he's not. just talking about a, a, yeah, in, in a customer
2: in the same way you, the mindsets. Because you said
1: it to me the first time we met. You "Man, I'm just look. I'm just trying to help find people that also want to take over the world together." Yeah. I'm like, "Where the hell have you been all my life?" <laughs> yeah, I've been looking for people like that too, and I found a bunch of people that want to do it, but they want to do it on their own. Yeah, yeah. they don't want me to be a part of it. Yeah. They want to be a part of it to a point, but and not just, to a point. There's a real relationship.
0: I had the same thing, with the conversation. I won't go into detail about it, but I had that with somebody this morning. Is that you know I've tried to do this multiple times with different people, and it never works. And yeah. it never works because they don't put in what I'm willing to put in, and they're not on the same page. And they just want, 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 but don't want to do, do, do. And I'm
2: like, yeah, well, we I we talked about missed opportunities on the episode that dropped December twenty eighth, and and my what I one of the things I shared in that episode was. The biggest missed opportunities are the ones that keep us from connection. Most people, all 700 million, million of them, yeah. or however many on LinkedIn, most of them miss the opportunity for re- the real value and what it can help forge is the relationship. So I, you asked me to read an email, and I'll share this because this is one of my all-time favorites. It's <laughs> not, not an email, but a connection or a, an attempt to connect on LinkedIn. This is a good one. And this is from Patrick. So, Patrick, if you're listening, um, I'm not going to give your last name. but <laughs> Patrick S. <laughs> yes. Um, it says, it'll take me just a second here. It says, my name is Patrick. I'm in the one-
1: Yes. Oh, what a great way to introduce yourself!
2: I mean, you just are. I'm ready. You're just laying it out. I want you to know that you're lucky to read this <laughs> yeah. email from me. Right? You're, you're, you're lucky. Thank you. More specifically, I am a top award-winning executive consultant that specializes in blah blah blah, and I've helped over a thousand individuals find the perfect fit based on their interest and financial goals. And he goes on to tell me how awesome he is. And that here here is what's really great after he lays out this laundry list of, of self-acclaimed
1: yeah, accolades. accolades. Yeah.
2: My secret sauce is this. So everybody listening, listen. <laughs> Here's
1: the secret sauce. This is the rarely, secret sauce. Rarely do you get this, folks. This is a big deal. We're we're actually we're giving today this episode only. This is the secret sauce. The Whisperer. The Whisperer.
2: You'll have to send a check for $10 and then I'll send you this soundbite. <laughs> the the, the but dollar we're just going to move on. Now, here's what he says The secret sauce is this focusing first, <laughs> in all caps, focusing first on you. <laughs> then. And then he again goes on Because he's
1: done that throughout his whole email. <laughs> yes.
2: So yeah, exactly. that was my point, right? So I, I rarely respond to these, but I just felt compelled to do. And I won't read my exact response, but I did find just it just a flavor. I did find it entertaining. And I shared this this with him. I, you know, obviously my expressed genuine, yeah, abundant amount of gratitude for this this kindness. Thank that you he's for the me. one
1: percenter to do this for you. Yeah,
2: it was it was pretty special. But you know, I did find it ironic that he (laughs) spends the first 90% of the email telling me how awesome he is, and then that he's- Telling you the secret sauce. The secret sauce is is focusing on me. Did you get a response? No, he didn't write me back. Uh, Um, But here's the thing. It's a
1: great example.
2: Most people, 760 million of the folks on LinkedIn, go after the connections that way, as opposed to- A true effort to develop a relationship. They go straight to ten
0: instead of the relationship that leads to ten eventually.
1: Is that what you're saying? Have you got an example of of one of your whisperings?
2: Well, no, I, I will protect the innocent in that. But I, I will say this: I mean, here's
1: well, just give, let's give them, give them so a right general now, framework
2: well, of what's of, what's what's in your head. Like what's come, something's coming to mind. Somehow you were able to get a meeting
0: and you met with somebody and you realized that you were the right partner for them. Well, and
2: now. I mean, I, I will I will say that I some of my several of my largest clients have come from.
1: LinkedIn. Okay, so I'll give you, yeah,
2: and and we joke that you know anytime we're introducing several of my clients, I mean they'll say, yeah, John, John and I met on the internet, <laughs> um, and that's just the, you know that's it, what it, I'm
1: talking about, and we
2: joke about it, right? And it all comes from, I mean, I think one of the lines that I've enjoyed sharing with folks lately is, and and this has really come up in 2020 is that I'm really trying to pay attention to the LinkedIn gods. Yeah. Because the LinkedIn gods are super smart and there
1: are algorithms that are built that tell us here's who you should consider connecting with. All right, so let's take a pause right there because this is a great teachable moment. So you're you're sitting there and you've clicked on this because you think that listening to something called the LinkedIn whisper will be interesting to you, which we hope it has been. And now he talks about this thing called the Facebook, I mean, the LinkedIn Mm gods, which are different than the Facebook gods. That's true. Um, But we could talk about that as well. But you're looking at your screen. How do you know when the Facebook, I mean, the LinkedIn gods are talking to you? How do you know? I know, but explain to the audience. Yeah. How do you know it? Because there's a, there's a way that you taught me how you see it.
2: Well, technically, if you go to your network, right, and there's another platform that LinkedIn has too that that you can get real customized in the certain types of folks you want to connect with, right, or a certain number of shared connections, right, right. So anytime I send an invite, I will actually say, again, I'll, if I feel like they could be a, a good connection, I'll say, hey, look, I'm I'm reaching out to folks that I share. 20 X plus, 100 plus connections with, yeah. right? And I'll reach out to those folks. But if you go to the network tab on the very top, yep. you can actually, LinkedIn will say, hey, we think you should connect with these people. And there's algorithms that kind of match up yeah. certain things about shared networks, shared number of connections, so, where you went to school,
1: those yeah, kinds of So things. those are the gods. Those, those are, are the spe- LinkedIn guys. Those are the LinkedIn guys are speaking to you. talking to you. And, and so... I mean, one example that I'll share of, of your abundance and that that benefits me is you connected with somebody uh, out in Texas mm-hmm. in the natural gas industry, and and just simply said, I, I saw through your website that you were looking for uh, great content and speakers, and I uh, just wanted to introduce you to me, mm-hmm. and the conversation begins from there, and yeah. How in the world could that happen? I, so I, I texted you. How, how did you get this to happen? Yeah. How long have you known her? I just met her on LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn <laughs> has been
2: so fun. It's been so fun uh, since the, the you know 2020. And uh, I mean, I was on a call the a virtual call the other day with with a, a, a lady from uh, England. She lives in England. And we met via yeah. LinkedIn because it was one of those things. LinkedIn kept putting her face in front of mine. We work in a similar industry, and it just seemed to make sense. And we we chatted and plotted world domination. Like, this is...
1: <laughs> but you were able to look at, like, where she was from. You were looking yeah. at, look at her college. Absolutely. You made some kind of comment about her university that, That's right. that connected her yeah. back to being at home. Exactly and, and right. I mean, that just shows you the power that you can connect with somebody across the sea... Yep. and build a relationship if you'll do it intentionally, genuinely, in a meaningful way,
2: and high, high intentional and high abundance.
1: And listen to the gods.
2: That's exactly right. Listen to the gods.
1: Listen, pay homage. The,
2: They'll treat you well.
1: They, they've they've treated you well, and we hope that they will continue to treat you well uh, in 2021. Uh, I hope you'll take some of uh, John Byer's advice, John. I uh, can't tell you how much I appreciate you being vulnerable because tough. that's a, that's a difficult subject to tackle. But I think you know if you think about LinkedIn, most people talk about this. They talk about you can search it for jobs, right? You can search it for people.
2: Mm,
1: they're missing it. You can you can search it for hashtags, and yeah. you can search it for groups, Mm-mm. and and you're saying yeah, you can do all that.
2: None of that came to mind for me when you asked me to share.
1: Right. What you said is there's so much more because we live in a more connected, need-to-be-more-relational world, and technology does not need to lead us. We need to lead technology. Right. And you're doing that every day through the LinkedIn gods For Tyler, for John, I'm Colby Jubinville. This is Pod Studio One. Carl, we appreciate your time today. This is the Go Consulting Podcast. Boom.
2: Um.